With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, it's Doug Gottlieb. You know our trusted partner, Tyrac.com, for fast, free shipping, free roadhouse protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of the best tires. Like the highly consumer-rated Kumo Majesty 9 Solus TA91. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Everything you need to elevate your drive, simply go to TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Thanks for listening to the best of the Doug Gottlieb show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from three to 6 PM. Eastern time. That's 12 to three Pacific on Fox sports radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the best of the Doug Gottlieb show on Fox sports radio. Boom, what up, America? Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Hope you're having a splendid day, a spectacular day. Wow, what a show we got for you today. Wow. I got stuff. I got stuff. You got stuff? I got stuff. The Doug Gottlieb Show is brought to you by Farmers. At Farmers, we've seen almost everything, so we know how to cover almost anything. When it's game time, have an experienced player help you stay ahead of the game. Put their experience in play at Farmers.com. We are Farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Well, we thought we'd be talking more and more about Russell Westbrook. Where will he go next? Or maybe continued reaction to the Lakers and the Clippers lining up in a duel for the ages. But, oh, football knocked on the door and said, hey, remember us? Yes, actually, the country's most popular sport has stepped up. And now we're at 
another impasse. We Last year we had it with Le'Veon Bell. This year we have it with Melvin Gordon. And as much as Melvin Gordon's agent, Melvin Gordon, and frankly the whispers in Melvin Gordon's ear, want to tell you that he's the same guy. It's the same situation. It's actually not. It's not. Look, there's a, a bunch of differences. Le'Veon Bell actually benefited from something that could have hurt him out of the gate. Le'Veon Bell wasn't a first-round pick. So he was already on his second contract, and then his contract had expired, which allowed him to sit out all of last season. There's a difference there between he and Melvin Gordon, who's still, Melvin Gordon's still in his rookie contract. And as it's set to expire at the end of this year, there is a lot less leverage. When you aren't under contract, there aren't fines that a team can levy on you when you are under contract. Guess what? There are fines that a team can levy on. Here's the ironic part. If you woke up today and you're like, oh, Melvin Gordon, Chargers, will hold out, may not play unless he gets a new new deal. You're sitting there going like, man, Chargers, why do I care? Stop and take a breath for a second. Here's an elite-level Pro Bowl running back who's the star running back. They have a good running back crew, but he's the best. For the team that tied for the best record in the AFC last year. Right? This is a this is a Super Bowl contender, maybe Super Bowl favorite. We consider well, you won't have Tyreek Hill for a portion of the season. And, you know, the, the Kansas City Chiefs have tr- are trying to rework their defense, but we don't know to what ends, and they will play a first place schedule. If you if if you think the Chiefs are going to beat them, like okay, but they, along with the Patriots, they lost to, and the Chiefs are the favorites to come out of the AFC. And the Patriots don't have Rob Gronkowski from last year, and I know Stephen A. Smith knows this. Hunter Henry is back for the Chargers this year. They didn't have Joey Bosa for a portion of last year. And if they have Melvin Gordon, if they have Joey Bosa with Melvin Ingram and, and, and they had Derwin James, probably the most impactful rookie on the defensive side of the football in the National Football League, they have themselves a squad. Here's the crazy part to it. You're familiar with the expression, the grass is always greener. Right? And this feels like a grass is always greener thing. Because Le'Veon, Gell, Le'Veon Bell got paid, everybody wants to get Because Todd Gurley got paid. But here's the thing. That may be precedent from some people's mind, but how badly would the Rams like to get out of that Todd Gurley deal who wasn't healthy enough to be the primary back late in the season and in the Super Bowl, they had to go away from him. Is the Le'Veon Bell contract that good? Not so much. Apparently, it's so bad, the general manager who offered and that deal was accepted got fired shortly thereafter. Like a contract for a guy in his mid to late 20s. And let's also keep in mind that Melvin Gordon, no matter how good, no matter how productive, how many thousand yard seasons do you think he has? Ryan Music, you want to take a guess? How many thousand? Don't look it up. How many thousand yard seasons do you think Melvin Gordon has? I'm going to go with one. You're actually right. Uh, how'd you, how'd you yes. do that? Well, I figured it couldn't have been several 
Otherwise, that wasn't the area you were alluding to. And I had mm. to imagine he had at least one. So that's how I arrived at the number. He had 1,000-yard season. One. One. Now, granted, last year he was a Pro Bowl running back. He only played 12 games, had 885 yards, and averaged 5.1 yards a carry. Melvin Gordon hasn't been healthy three of, the la- three of his four seasons in the NFL. Hasn't been healthy. Has only played 16 games once, and that was the one year he had over 1,000 yards. He does score touchdowns. Didn't score one in his rookie year. In his last three combined, he has 28 touchdowns. He's productive. He's good. But he is never going to come upon a situation ever in his life where, one, he's already been offered a contract extension. Two, he has a former running back and former running backs coach as a head coach. And three, he's playing on a Super Bowl contender who values him not just because he's productive, but because they drafted him. They want to pay him. They paid Melvin Ingram two years ago. They paid Joey Bosa last year. They want to pay him. They want to get ahead of it. They, they just don't want to break the bank. Melvin Gordon is actually, is actually taking terrible advice. Instead of, instead of taking what would be viewed as slightly undervalued contract, considering he hasn't been healthy as 1,000-yard seasons, far less accomplished than Le'Veon Bell. He cannot set out this year. Otherwise, he'll cost himself fines, and he has to play six games this year just to, just to accrue a year to get him, make himself into a free agent. And, oh, yeah, by the way, they can still franchise tag him if they want next year. This is the grass is always greener, and somebody needs to tap him on the shoulder and go, hey, dude, you're at a position where there is high risk and low reward. You're at a position of diminishing value. You're in a position which... Now people break up into two or three guys and you're at the one team that not only values you, drafted you, has a head coach that formerly was a running back and a running back coach, but there's other guys around you who can take some of the burden off so they don't beat the crap out of you throughout your next contract. Sure, the precedent has been set for Le- by Le'Veon Bell's contract. Sure, the precedent has been set by Todd Gurley's contract, but those are both bad deals. The Rams would like to get out of theirs, and the Jets have already fired their general manager who, who gave them that contract. So forgive me if I'm not sympathetic, even though I like Melvin. I'm a Charger fan. I think he's good. They're better with him than they are without him, but not worthy of breaking the bank and ruining the rest of the franchise, the, the structure of the rest of the franchise uh, players. 8 Agents. And pundits, we all seem to pay attention to trends, but th- this is this is DeMarcus Cousins, man. Granted, he hasn't suffered an Achilles tendon injury, but DeMarcus Cousins, based upon his reputation, should have been in for a payday this year. But if he does if Melvin Gordon doesn't play but six games this year, as a twenty seven year old running back who's been oft injured. Do you really think they're going to break the bank for him like the Rams did for Todd Gurley, one of their own, or like the Jets did for Le'Veon Bell? The answer is probably not. Take that deal. When you show up for training camp or not, it doesn't really matter. Take that deal. It's, it's going to be fascinating on how it's like people don't – do you think we're not up on the times? Do you think we not see that a diminishing value of the position – 
one that can be split up into specialist, third down back, blocking running back, in between the tackles back, maybe a scat back. They have a little bit of everything there. They got Austin Eckler. Uh, they got the, 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 the Jackson kid from Northwestern, Justin Jackson, who is a stud as a replacement. They're not as good as Melvin Gordon. They don't score 28 touchdowns in three seasons. But whatever they're offering you, it's probably not the 13 mil a year that Le'Veon Bell wants. It's probably north of the, it's definitely north of the five or the, whatever, the six or so million he'd make this year. Somewhere in between what you think you're worth and what they're willing to offer you is the landing spot. And, uh, like, look, this is, the, the Chargers are actually a really well-run, smart franchise that have been willing to sign their own guys to slightly more than they want to sign them to, but not, not in their minds, not worth breaking the bank and breaking their salary structure. They want an entire team. That's how they've managed to win so many games the past two years. <laughs> like they have, they still got to find their next quarterback. They have all those wide receivers. They have the offensive line. They have a solid defense. They got to worry about paying everybody else. It's not that they they don't. They're probably going to offer to overpay Melvin Gordon, but this is getting advice from non-football people because football guys will tell you. Don't try and emulate bad contracts. Try and emulate really good ones. And really good ones are not Le'Veon Bell and Todd Gurley. Don't believe me? Ask the Jets. Ask the Rams how they feel about their deals for their uh, their running backs. Be sure to catch live editions of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at noon Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has the tires that'll elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort, performance tires for sporting handling, all-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from a full line of Vredestein tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their Vredestein test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. Be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires at a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com sports, TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare.
Did you ever play the over-under game with your friends? You know, think I can eat a slice of pizza in under 30 seconds, or I know it'll take you over a minute to down that two liter. If you have, then you're going to love pick six, the new fantasy game from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Here's how to play during the NBA playoffs. It's super simple. First, download the DraftKings Pick 6 app. Then, pick between two and six players and choose if they'll have more or less of a stat, like rebounds, points, assists, and more. Play Pick 6 from DraftKings, the new fantasy app that packs more fun into less time. Download the DraftKings Pick 6 app now and use the code DUG. New customers can play 5 bucks and get 50 in Pick 6 credits. That's code DUG, only on DraftKings. Pick 6, the crown is yours. One offer per new customer. Minimum $5 first pick set to receive $50 in Pick 6 credits, which are non-withdrawable and valid for Pick 6 use only, expire after six months. Restrictions apply. Limited time offer. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18 plus in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick 6 not available in all states, including but not limited to Connecticut and New York. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick 6 states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pick6.draftkings.com slash promos. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events... You'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Part of MLB on Fox's All-Star Game and World Series coverage and throughout the regular season, Nick Swisher joins us. Is that Was that really worthy of a suspension? My guess, it feels like more of a result-oriented suspension than a process-oriented suspension because, I don't know, I watched the video and I thought he tried to avoid Luke Roy. Yeah, uh, I did too. Um, I, I think you have to look at the player himself, right? I, I feel like um, Jake Marisnik is one of those blue-collar guys, does what he needs to do to help his team. Uh, and those plays happen so split-second. It's, it's, it's such a reaction. You don't normally go to the inside, but I think when he saw Lucroy come up the line, he thought he was going to be able to get around him and last-minute full collision. And, and that just goes to show you, you know, why we have that rule because guys can really, really get hurt. Do I think there was a bad intention behind Marisnik? Absolutely not. That's not his style of play. And, you know, and then I saw a lot of the stuff that Yadier Molina wrote, which rightfully so. I mean, you know, catchers are trying to protect catchers. You know, this is the, these guys' careers out there. There's a, um, you know, a lot of money, a lot of passion, a lot of pride on the line. Uh, and we don't want to be taking our guys out. And I don't, and, and I don't think that a guy like Jake Marisnik uh, is that type of player. That's just not his style. Uh, let, let's get to the series, which starts tomorrow at Fenway. Dodgers taking on the Red Sox, uh, rematch of the World Series. And the Red Sox have played better as of late. They have won five of the last six. Granted, the three-game sweep before the break was against the Tigers, who are an elite-level team. Their bullpen has given them issues. They have not been the same team. Is this... Is this World Series hangover, or is there something missing with this club? Um, you know, I think every year is different, man. You know, I mean, you watch basketball. I mean, not every team is the same. Regardless if it's the same guys or not, there are different battles to be fought every single year. Uh, I think this is a, uh, a year that the Red Sox, uh, it's a little different. I think the back end of their bullpen has 
has been a little different, not having that shutdown guy. And also, too, you haven't gotten the you know, all-star or you haven't gotten the MVP-type seasons out of guys like Mookie Betts yet. I mean, he's still getting ready to get hot. J.D. Martinez is hovering around. I tell you, he's been really good for the Boston Red Sox. It needs to get a lot of credit. It's Raphael Devers. He's having a tremendous season right now, uh, as well as Xander Bogarts. Uh, and you know me, bro. I mean, I'm a Yankee guy, man, but this Boston Red Sox lineup is dangerous. And if you have guys like David Price and Chris Sale do what they're supposed to do in the second half, then that means that wild card is extremely attainable. These guys are legit. They know how to win. They just did it last year. It's just all about getting themselves back to where they need to be. The, the Dodgers had five straight walk-off wins, and then uh, right before the break, they, get, they, they lose uh, their last three to, to the Padres. And look, I mean, the, the record is still stellar. Uh, how sustainable is what they were able to do in the first half of the year? Let me tell you the coolest thing about the Los Angeles Dodgers right now. I got to spend a little bit of time with Cody Bellinger. Bro, this cat is, like, so cool. He's so smooth. He's got it together. And if the MVP of the league, in my opinion, right now, and the MVP of your team is putting off that sort of vibe, I I always thought, like, the last two years of them going to the World Series and losing would just chip away at you a little bit. You know, it's just kind of like, wow, we've gotten there year after year. And then it just hasn't worked out for us. Is it ever going to work out for us? And then I go to the All-Star game, and I'm interviewing Cody Bellinger, and just the vibe that he gave to me was like, no, we don't ever think about that stuff. We know the type of squad we have. We know we've got ballers everywhere. And I think it's just all about getting them – I mean, come on. What are they, 60 and 32, something like that? I mean, that's ridiculous. I mean, Max Muncy's having an unbelievable season. The young guys they got coming in and out of there have been great. I tell you what needs to happen for the Los Angeles Dodgers to be epic is the back end of their bullpen needs to solid themselves up, right? They, uh, they got a couple guys this offseason. You know, uh, Joe Kelly came over from the Boston Red Sox. You know, Kenley Jansen, he's, he's got to get himself back to what he knows how to do. But at the end of the day, man, I mean, let's be honest, who else can challenge the Los Angeles Dodgers in the National League right now? I don't think anybody. Yeah, that, that, that I guess is my question. Okay, but if they were to make one addition before, uh, before the run – uh, for the playoffs, what would it be? Uh, I'm, I, same thing everybody wants. A starter. A <laughs> number one starter. <laughs> yeah. You know, the Yankees are looking for that guy. You know, the Red Sox are talking about adding pitching. I feel like there's a lot of contending teams that could use another starter. The problem is, Doug, there ain't nobody to be got. There's nobody out there that's your number one guy that you can say, hey, here's, your, here's the ball game one. I need you to go game one, game four, game seven. The one guy that comes to mind is Madison Bumgarner, but, you know, I mean, he's pitching to a four right now. I understand his, his postseason career is tremendous, but when I'm thinking of a number one, I'm thinking like a uh, Jacob deGrom, a Max Scherzer, you know, like a Justin Verlander, somebody like that, and, and none of those guys are out there. So I think what teams are doing are saying, all right, well, if I can't get that number one stud, then I'm going to go knock down and I'm going to get a flame-throwing bullpen guy Mm-hmm. To shut the game, to, to shorten the game. I think we saw the Kansas City Royals did. I think back in 2014, I think 14 or 15, and and I think teams have learned a lot from that. Analytics are are, are so huge in the game, man, and they've helped out teams so much. Guys know that those flame throwing guys can come in and give you one inning, go through the lineup maybe one time, you know, four or five guys. Those guys are valuable. 
Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. That's the voice of Nick Swisher, MLB on Fox, Major League Baseball analyst, former World Series champion. You know, it, it, it is, it's fascinating. You mentioned Verlander, um, how he, he did take it to a whole other level going after Rob Manfred in Major League Baseball. <laughs> he did, man. He threw some jabs, right? He, I don't think those were jabs, right? Those weren't jabs. Those were, those were straight lefts and straight rights and hooks. And, and hooks. Um, but, like, look, Manfred did kind of admit to it. Then he walked it back a little bit. I, I like, You mentioned the Yankees. that with, Without their two most prodigious home run hitters, they're on a record pace. Plus, they play in a, in a ballpark where if you can lift the ball to right center field, it's, it's going out. And you have a baseball which by everyone's estimation, seems to be flying differently. Uh, it feels like, maybe we're talking around it, but aren't the Yankees kind of built for this thing, for this, this new style of baseball? Oh, bro, I mean, I, 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 I hide no, I hide nothing about my love for the New York Yankees, bro. Like, this team has what it takes, I think. You know, I think the one thing that they are missing is that, that either that, that good starter, that one more, that that one guy that can come over there and give you innings. I don't know if he's out there, and maybe that bullpen is the way to go. But they need to add one, maybe two more arms to really solidify themselves, especially with Luis Severino being injured and Dylan Batanzas at the back end of the bullpen. You got to remember what this team's done with who they've had to do it with. Guys like Luke Voigt and DJ LeMahieu are saviors. Those guys have been absolutely tremendous this year. And the cool thing about it was I was able to travel with them to London and kind of be, you know, an ambassador and, and, and just really kind of just be along for the ride. When Aaron Boone sets the tone at the top, guys like Aaron Boone, Aaron Judge, the leader, CC Sebastian, Brett Gardner, guys that have been around that buy into that Yankee life, the, the Yankee way, these guys got it too, man. It, it, it's unbelievable because you know us at Fox and we have the World Series. And could you imagine – a New York Yankee, Los Angeles Dodger World Series. I mean, that's just like, that just screams epic to me on all fronts. So I think that's what everybody wants. Obviously, looking ahead with where the, you know, with where the teams are, I think there's two teams in the American League, the Houston Astros and the New York Yankees. And I think there's one team in the National League, the Los Angeles Dodgers, that I think are not necessarily far and away better, but better than everyone else at this point in time. Yeah. Yeah, I, I I tend to agree with you. You mentioned uh, you mentioned Cody Bellinger, and I'm mean, like, look, good looking, left handed dude hitting bombs. Right? Girls are running yeah. out of this. Girls are running out of the stands to just give him a <laughs> give him a hug. Well, like I this was guy. To hug him. <laughs> what, what has he changed anything? From, you know, last year Dave Roberts was on him about his his hustle. Obviously, last year there was a dip in production. Although I think those guys didn't want to split time. Like. What what has what has changed last? I know the home runs are down for the start of the year. Nobody's keeping up that pace. But what about it? What is he doing better this year? Oh, bro, I think a lot of great things have happened over there for the Los Angeles Dodgers. I think number one, I think they uh, they they got rid of some players and really opened up a lot of personality space in that locker room. Right? I, I think that you got. It's not always about talent. It's really about you know formulating a, a great puzzle, and that has a lot to do with personalities. When you're together as much as these guys are in any sports, you got to get along with each other, man, because at the end of the day, that's going to be your family. You spend more time with them than your family. So right. that locker room chemistry has a lot to do with it. And I think 
that was where analytics were with the Dodgers last year, I think it might have been uh, maybe um, a little differently than it is now. Uh, I think they're trusting their guys now. They have a, uh, a formula of who plays when against who, and, and it's really working out for them. Guys know their roles over there. You know, Doc Roberts, man, he's a leader. Uh, being able to spend time with him over at the All-Star Game, too, that's a guy you just want to follow. Uh, he's a guy that, in my opinion, is, is what a manager should be. He has the respect of all of his guys. He buys into the analytics. He's open to all of that stuff. And at the end of the day, all he wants to do is win. He loves his guys, and he wants to win. I mean, what more can you ask for from a, from a manager, especially your leaders? So just those guys over there, man, I, I think they have everything uh, that it takes. But on the Bellinger front, um, you know, he's been able to kind of spread himself around. He's not only playing first base, he's playing outfield a lot, really showing off his athleticism. Uh, and, and really kind of opening himself up to just knowing he's going to be in the lineup every day, exactly where he's going to be. And, and as a player, that feels good. You know, the routines are amazing. Athletes jump into these routines. And, and even in life, I feel like when you're at your best, you're really in your routine. You know exactly when, you, when you're going to do things. And I think for him, uh, he's growing up. I think physically what he's done in the batter's box is he's slowed his legs down a lot. just seems like not everything's as violent this year. And I think he's really realizing that in the power age of baseball that we have today, that you don't have to swing out of your shoes. You just have to make solid contact. And by the way, this kid is a stud, bro. Like you said, he's a good-looking kid. He's 6'2", 6'3", he's got wide shoulders. He loves the game. And I'm telling you, man, I mean, come on, let's be honest. As, like, fathers, even for myself, like, you want your, like, your kids to look up to a guy like that. You know, you, yeah. you want your kids to be like that. He's doing it in a huge market. And I think he's doing it the right way, man. His parents have to be, like, super proud of him. All right, the other dude who does it the right way, who I, I actually think it's the opposite. Like, people are like, well, nobody knows Mike Trout. But, like, everybody actually knows who Mike Trout is. It's just his team's not good enough to really kind of celebrate. Trout is, what, second in wars, third in OPS. Uh, he's third, I think, in slugging. He's first in OBP. I mean, just an outright stud. Um You've played this thing a long time. You studied it as a kid. You study it now. Is, is there a better – can you remember a better baseball player than Mike Trout? It, it's hard for me because it's so hard for me to, uh, uh, you know, put Mike Trout up against the other generations. It's hard, man. I think uh, every generation has that player that they look at to say, wow, this guy right here was the guy. The thing about it is, man, he's leading the American League in home runs and no one even knows it. It's like this guy does things the right way every single day. Did you see when he came out in Tyler Skaggs' number 45 jersey? How classy was that, man? Just, you know, for everything that the Anaheim Angels have gone through and for the, the class that he's gone about it, I mean, come on. Uh, behind closed doors, he has to be frustrated he's not in the playoffs every year. But what more is he supposed to do? He signed a $430 million contract. And in our standards, no one could live up to that. You know who's living up to it? Mike, Mike Trout. Trout. Yeah, I know. Yeah, Mike Trout. Right? Like, there's Mike Trout, and then there's everyone else. And, and that's not to knock on anybody else in the game. But with the consistency that he's done this year in and year out. And, by the way, no one even knows where he's at half the time. Could you imagine if Mike Trout was in New York City, bro? Could you imagine wh where he would be at, in the stratosphere, fame-wise? But you know yeah, what? That's I, not Mike, man. I, I, don't not, think I actually think yeah, you're right. I think he's in the perfect place. You know, it's not. Yeah, I, I don't. And, and I do. And, and like, look, I, I'm in all fairness, I'm an angel fan, but I'm also realist. Like the, the signings they made in the offseason, 
you know, Matt Harvey, an example, like not good. But I can see the idea of Shohei next year if he's pitching anywhere near he was pitching before he got hurt. Trout, obviously losing Skaggs' death is not only traumatic, but also hurts them. He's a young left-hander with a great great curveball and a great athlete. But I I can see a way in which there is a long-term plan there, a long-term solution. Um, Some things are going to have to go their way, and you got Houston, who's in their division, who's just dominant and just nasty and has stud young players as well. But, yeah, the Trout thing is it's amazing how a guy can be so consistently – at the very top of his field. And you would think you sign basically a lifetime contract and most guys would dial it back a little bit and he's been better better than ever and, better. and doing it the yeah, exact same it's, way. Yeah, It's so funny, man. It's like I, I'm just even thinking like a little story. So my second year in the big leagues, I popped 35. Bro. I hit 35 jacks. And I, and I came back into that 2007 year, the next year, and I'm like, bro, I'm going to do this every year. Do you know how hard it is to repeat at that level year in and year out? I couldn't even imagine the skill that it takes to do something like that. Mike Trout is a once-in-a-lifetime player, and I think we need to really, really start to appreciate it. He's gone through this thing injury-free. He's been uh, a class act on and off the field. Right? He loves sports. He's got a passion for the game. Mike Trout, Cody Bellinger, Christian Yelich, these young kids we have in the game, it's so great for us. Because we have such good products to give our youth, and and, and I think that's huge, man. Because if you want to grow the game, you gotta you gotta get the youth excited about it. And I think in our game right now, Javi Baez. I mean, we got guys that do things the right way. Great yeah. role model. Baseball's no, on a no, play up right it, now, man. No, it's an it's an unbelievable game, and it will be interesting to see how it how how. You know, it's very provincial. People root for their own teams. Nationally, it's hard sometimes to talk about. I do think that in-game battling, in-game gambling is going to help it with kind of our generation, non-families going to games. But it'll be fascinating because there's so much, so much young talent. Swish, great stuff. Still looking for that first tennis match. I have, hey, I've hit the ball a little, I've hit the ball a little bit recently. I got to get a couple more lessons in before I'm ready for uh, for, for you and your phonetic pace. But I'm getting close. <laughs> I love you, my man. Good talking to you, brother. Talk to you soon. That's Swish. Uh, uh, boy, he's Nick Swisher, dude. Makes coffee nervous, but in a good way. Be sure to catch live editions of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at noon Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has the tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporting handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from a full line of Continental tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com to see their Continental test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. Be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires at a great deal 
What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Let's get to Rick Buecher from Bleach Report and Fox Sports 1. He joins us here in the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. Um, we're almost a week removed from Friday, a day where it feels like the NBA shook off its access. I know you've spoken to probably just about all of your guys around the NBA. Now that we've had a chance to catch our breath, should we have seen this coming? That's a great question. As far as Kawhi going to the Clippers, should we have seen this coming? Um, Is that the or, question? What's I mean, question? I guess, well, it, there's a bunch of things. It's actually, it's a good point you bring up. It is kind of loaded where I, I really asked it open-ended. I mean, I think the surprising thing was not that Kawhi went to the Clippers. It's that Paul George, a year removed from free agency, yeah. was able to walk in and get traded uh, to L.A. where he said he wanted to be a year yeah. after he didn't even meet with the Lakers, right? That's the more surprising part, element of it. Yeah, I would say that there's two parts to this. Number one, no, we could not have anticipated this with Paul George because it really was a matter of Kawhi Leonard taking the proverbial bull by the horns and saying, I want to get somebody to come to the Clippers with me. And KD wants to stay in New York. And so who else can I get? Let me see if I can get Paul George. And Paul George, not necessarily looking to leave Oklahoma City, but seeing an opportunity to play with another great player in the place that he lived uh, or grew up, and let's face it, in a market that's better than Oklahoma City. I mean, ultimately, a lot of people are using this as a referendum on Russ Westbrook and 
oh, obviously, here's another guy who wanted to leave and not play with him. And I think it's really a matter of, uh, it, it's, and no offense to the people in Oklahoma City, but when you are a young millionaire and you can have your choice of living in L.A. or living in Oklahoma City and everything else appears to be equal uh, and you have the opportunity to do that, I think you're going to do that. And I think the other part is Oklahoma City may say, hey, look, you know, Paul wanted to do this and we didn't want to do this. I'm not so convinced of that. I I think that they were looking at a huge luxury tax in a small market and with no guarantee that they were going to come anywhere close to playing for a title and said, let's get off the money, let's hit the restart button, uh, and and here's an opportunity to do it where it doesn't look like we're just making a financial decision. It's, it's a great point. Um, it, it is a great point. Like, and they, and they probably saw their own ceiling there, right? Like they tried yeah. to move Steven Adams. They, they tried to move probably Dennis Schroeder and they're sitting there going like, man, we can't move these assets. We're, we're probably not going to win a title and we're going to play a huge luxury tax yeah. bill. And, um, but I also think, I likened it a little bit, and maybe this. What happens is you say this, and people freak out because they, they think it, like the the Civil War wasn't just wasn't really about slavery, right? Like a byproduct of it, and a good one was Abraham Lincoln did away with slavery, but it was really about the two economies of the United States, right? The industrial economy and the right. rural economy, and of course the Southern states weren't paying for their labor because they had they had slave labor, and it was it was two very different economies, and I just wonder if. We're working ourselves into that place in the NBA where you see in New Orleans, and yeah, they have Zion, and they're going to be able to make some money on Zion. But the reality is New Orleans, Oklahoma City, I would throw Charlotte into there. Um, we'll see what happens in Indy. They've been able to, to survive. But these, yeah. the, 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 the non-major markets, all their stars are like, man, I want out of here. I want to, I want to be in the place where people want to be when, you, when you're a multi-multi-millionaire. And they're left with drafting what will soon be high school kids, and they'll almost be a farm system for the big clubs. And I wonder if that leads to a to an economic break between those to the haves and the have-nots. Yeah, yeah, and well, and the other contributing factor here is something that the owners really wanted, which was they didn't want guaranteed long-term contracts; they wanted shorter and shorter contracts. Well. In order to get that, you're going to have to allow that to kind of cut both ways. And so, as a result, you have these teams that are constantly in flux. And when you get a superstar player, you're not able to lock them up. Even if you get them to agree to that first big contract, the way they're being structured, the guy has the wherewithal to move and and still control his fate and go someplace else when and where he wants. And... And so it, it saves owners from making huge colossal mistakes and feeling like they've got an albatross in some of the, in some of the, the bad decisions, but it also takes away more of their ability to keep guys in place for a certain period of time. So there's a yin and yang to all of this, but I, look, at, at the, the owners, once again, the owners have done this to themselves. They have given more control and power to the superstar players. They've drawn closer to the superstar players. I said this, this began with the LeBron, Summer of LeBron, where it became that the, the power structure shifted from 
uh, owner to GM to best player to coach to now it's owner, best player, and everybody else. And we're seeing the byproduct of that, which is players making as uh, big decisions and franchise-changing decisions as the owners themselves. Yeah, I don't know if the owners did. Like, I, I think the idea was they, they thought the fifth year and the extra year would hold players in place, but the money has been so big now that, like, yeah, maybe you're taking a financial hit. It's like Kawhi Leonard, like, he's taking a financial hit. Like, okay, but he's still making $30 million a year. So right. does he technically lose some at the back end? Maybe, but he's going to sign another contract, and he's going to make $30, $40 million anyway. Like, the money is so big now that it's just Monopoly money, and these guys are smart enough to go and go, like, I know I'm not going to starve. It's not like if you're if you're if you only make a million. I say only right. only make a million, and you're turning down the prospects of making three. No one in their right mind would do that. But if you're making a hundred million dollars, a hundred fifty million dollars, like that's fifty million dollars you're not going to see anyway. No, it's, it's it's fair, but it's still the the structure has shifted as far as who's making the decisions and how these teams are shaped. Uh, and, and there's just been there's yes the money gives the players uh, more where, uh, wherewithal to make those decisions, but it comes down to this like players are making decisions based on the the quality of the franchise how well is the franchise run I mean I honestly uh, part of the the hesitation to go to the Lakers are questions still even though I think they've salvaged everything. But there's still questions about that infrastructure. The, the Clippers made gains because Doc Rivers is there and is respected because they built a team that was a playoff team this past year. And the feeling is, is like, hey, these guys might know what they're doing. That, that Players are smart enough to take that into account. They're not just looking at strictly the money. Uh, they're, they're, they're taking into account all, the, the, all of the elements. And I would say one last thing. I mean, part of this, too, is you're right. It's the money but it's it's also <laughs> like it or not these decisions are being made by 20 somethings and they're making decisions that are changing franchises and entire organizations and i don't know about you Doug but i don't know that i would want me as a ceo of a of of anything uh, in my 20s not with the decisions that i i was having a hard time figuring out what shirt i was going to wear on any given day much less running an entire enterprise no, I, I think it's, listen, it's a really smart discussion and not, and, and then I think some of the people advising them, you know, there, there's, there's interesting and advice there. And what, what yes. are their motives? Like what, what are, their, are motives, their motives or what exactly. is their, or what is, or what is their background? You know, it's like, um, I, I, I think, you know, everyone has their own biases that are built in based upon the decisions they made in their childhood and their twenties or whatever. Some people haven't seen the world and they want to through somebody else's eyes. Some people always dreamed of living in New York and they want to or living in L.A. And, you know, and and look, I actually think Paul George, as much as I don't like it, like I really don't like the Paul George thing. Like, wait, dude, you just signed a long term contract and then you walk in a year later after you're yeah. having a great year and you get hurt and it doesn't end the way. And, and your knee jerk reaction is I'm out. Yeah. I, mean, I, I, yeah. I, I think it's awful. Like, my reaction should be like, hey, I'm going to get back healthy. We're going to get back to where we were at the start of the year, and I'm going to be an MVP of this league. But I don't. But on the other hand, I actually respect the fact that he was in two years in Oklahoma, and at first he was like, man, I really like it. And then he was like, you know, it's cool, it's yep. fine. 
but it's it's not the ending place for me. Um, Russell Westbrook. Yeah. Where's he go? I would expect that he winds up in Miami just because there's a mutual interest there, and that you know people are saying that uh, the contracts end in 2025, and will they give up the picks, you know, first round picks at a point in which the the Heat would potentially be rebuilding? And I'm like, yeah, Pat Riley will, in, w- without question, will give up will give up a pick or two beyond 2025 because he's probably not going to be running that and. He wants another shot at being relevant and and making some noise, uh, even if it's only in the Eastern Conference. I, I know Houston is trying to do everything to put something together. I, you know, Daryl Morey has pulled off these things before, but I I, I would just say that the uh, the ability to do it is far more challenging for the Rockets. Never mind that I don't even like the look of that team <laughs> if they. If they manage to do it, but uh, but everything from what look Miami's at the top of Russ's list from what's being said, and I believe that to be true. Uh, both sides have a reason to get it done, so that would be my expected destination. What about New York for for Russ? Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't see. I, I I really don't see that happening. I don't I don't see that as the plan for them uh, because uh, they've decided they, they made a decided turn that we're going to develop our young guys, um, we're going to build depth at multiple positions, and we want to see who's going to be there and available 2020, uh, 2020 or 2021, and not necessarily just guys that are going to be free agents. But let's see what falls out, and let's see if a little bit like they, what the Clippers did, which is let's build a solid infrastructure. Let's show people that we're not the typical New York Knicks, that we don't run ourselves the way the typical New York Knicks have in the past. And then you add that with the allure of our market. Now you have something as opposed to trying to make a quick hit and say, well, Hey, we didn't get KD and we didn't get uh, Kawhi, but we got the next best thing. We got Russ Westbrook. I'm not convinced that Russ Westbrook is the next best thing any more than I was convinced that Kemba Walker or Tobias Harris or Jimmy Butler would be the next best thing for the Knicks. Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. Um, what are your thoughts on the, the roster the Lakers have put together? I think they did a, a admirable job under the circumstances uh, pivoting away from not getting Kawhi. I think the names are more attractive than I need to see how this works. I need to see how they fit. I have questions about how well they're going to play defensively. I'm not sold on the, on the idea of LeBron James being a full-time point guard. I know he's a point forward. I know that you're going to run a lot of stuff through him, but it's a question of, is he going to defend the one? Is he going to do that all game long? If he's not, who is? And, uh, and when you have cross matches like that, a lot of times you can get into trouble. I, look, I, are they going to be better? Absolutely, they're going to be better. Are these pieces that fit better with what LeBron usually excels with? Absolutely, they are. But uh, do I think that they're better than the Clippers? Uh, no, I think that the Clippers have uh, are working off of uh, a better group. Uh, ultimately, we need to see how the chemistry works. But uh, if you're asking me which which roster I like better, I like the Clippers roster better as of right now. I do too, and, and I'll tell you the other part that you mentioned defending. Um, 
the like I like Avery Bradley. I I really do. I like that addition. I think that makes a ton of sense. Um, I, I like Danny Green because he can shoot and he can defend, yep. but um, I don't. And and the idea of Demarcus Cousins kind of uh, shopping in the bargain in, in the in the uh, bargain bin, especially if he's lost some weight and he's motivated. Like that that's not a crazy signing. I right. just I don't love the fact that they don't they have one guy who can create shots for everybody else. It feels like, and that's LeBron James. Like maybe yep. Anthony Davis, but th- this has become a guards league, a league where you play downhill, creating shots for yourself and for others. And they have one guy, and that one guy is thirty five years old. Right? He's sure. not he's not even as athletic as he used to be. That doesn't feel like the modern NBA. That feels like a little bit of a dated philosophy. Well, the other part is you've got guys like Danny Green and Avery Bradley, both of whom I respect, but they haven't played I mean they they look like guys who have taken a turn for the worse, uh, career wise. Can LeBron elevate them, or is LeBron at a point now where he needs the pieces around him to elevate his game, if, if that makes sense? Like, where he could make you know, anybody better, does he need now guys that allow him to be at his best? And are guys like Danny Green and Rajon Rondo and, uh, and Avery Bradley, are they at a point in their careers where they're capable of doing that, or are they, or, or are they the ones that need help? And so you... You have this mix of LeBron needs needs help. He needs the right guys doing the right things all the time, and and uh, playing defense and knocking down shots. Or is it, you know, the other way around? And I, and I don't know. And that's that's the question that I have. Is it? I feel as if we are measuring all of these guys on their best years, and not all of them are at the best points in their career. No question. We, we do. We have, a, we have a tendency to backdate our analysis instead of, uh, instead of uh, looking ahead as to, as to what they will, they will actually look like. Um, okay, here's, here's the last thing, and maybe the most interesting thing, is what's left of the East? Like, did the, did the Bucks get better, or are they just different? <laughs> and then the 76ers, I, I, look, I like Josh Richardson a lot. I yep. like Al Horford a lot. I'm not sure if Josh Richardson and Al Horford were what the 76ers needed to take that next step. What do you think about what's happened in the East? I still wonder who the go-to guy is for Philadelphia with the game on the line. I don't know who that is. And anytime somebody says, well, it's by committee or it'll be you know, whoever's open, then I'm saying, okay, so you don't have that go-to guy. And that, for me, for where they're expected to go, which is beyond the second round, that's a vital element. Jimmy Butler was the closest thing they had to it last year. And even he was not enough to get them to where they ultimately wanted to go. Milwaukee, is their improvement is, is going to be all about Giannis Antetokounmpo. Can he take the next step? Anybody who tells me, well, he's doing enough, you need it from other places, you don't understand basketball and you don't understand what the best player on a team needs to do or what Giannis is and isn't capable of at this point. Losing Malcolm Brogdon only underscores the need for Giannis to become a true playmaker and a true playmaker in crunch time. I, physically and work-wise, I have no reason to believe that he can't get there, but he needs to get there. And We've seen great players who aren't able to take that, that last step, and so we'll see. But that, that is going to be incumbent upon uh, uh, on Giannis to take that. And so 
I look at the East and I I agree with you. It's wide open. I picked the Bucks as the favorite going in by default, not because I'm a big believer that they're a juggernaut, but I look around and there's nobody else that I would hand that to ahead of them. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see if what happens with Miami if they get Rusk and they put the shooters around him. What yep. happens to Boston if they have better chemistry and if Jason Tatum uh, takes takes another step? Kind of felt yep. like he took a little bit of a step back, but some of that it was the, the kind of chemical imbalance with that team. Uh, and then you know the rest of that the, the rest of the East does feel feel like we're kind of yearning for somebody else to make themselves. Can, can Brooklyn? How how competitive will Brooklyn will be? When will Kevin Durant return? You know, if you look at DeMarcus Cousins, would it be nine months? Could he make a return for the stretch run? What will he look like? There's a lot of very interesting questions that we won't have answered in the in the near term. Butte, great stuff. Thanks so much for your perspective and joining us. Look forward to seeing you on the TV side in FS1. You got it. Blind pleasure from Rick Buecher. Also read his work and Bleach Report. Follow him on, on, uh, on social media. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.